Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Everybody and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. And I'm Commander Wolf. And this is episode 64. A little bit of flair on that fawa of the podcast. On let's see what the date is, because I never tell you guys the date when I do these shows. Okay, what is it? It is it is August 31st. Oh, where has the summer gone? Um 2020. That's right. Coming to the end of August here, and uh, for those of you who think summer is over, it's not. Summer doesn't end till uh, September twenty-first, I believe, two thousand twenty. September twenty-first of right. every year. So, so the summer's still going strong. Okay, all right. Go to the beach. Put your mask on. There's nothing to fucking do right now. Okay, it, 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 COVID <laughs> sucks. Um, but we all know that we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about marbles. Um, and we have a very special guest coming on tonight. A guest we have on every once in a while to uh, talk about their newest revolution in marble sports. And, and we sure got a nice one for you tonight. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have anything of interest uh, before we go to the news, except for with one thing. I have one, I have one very weak um, thing to tell you guys. This is the best I could come up with as far as a story for tonight. Okay, so Waf, this is what I was thinking, okay, Waf? I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, Waf, and then you're going to react to it, okay? Here we go. Okay. If... Okay, if a marble is a part of the crazy cat size, okay, it's on the crazy cat size team, would Mm -hmm. it not be correct... To call that specific marble a meowble. Think about it. I'll say it one more time. Really think about it. If a marble is on the crazy cat's eyes, would it not make sense to call that marble a meowble? That's what I got for you guys. Oh my gosh, Brendan. Starting strong, I see. (laughs) Well, any any, um, agreement, right? You're, You're in agreement with me, right? I guess the pun technically works, yes. It, it I would is... never call a marble a meowble, though. <laughs> you said meowble. <laughs> you said meowble. Yeah, you can't see, for our listeners, you can't see the face cam in the intro, but I'm I'm very, very disappointed. <laughs> you said meowble. Okay, well, anyway, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we had that moment. Um, by the way, guys, meowbles, okay? Crazy Cat's Eyes fans, and I'm a big one. I just ordered the hoodie last week. Um, meowbles. Is what I is what I go with when it, when it, when we're talking about the crazy cat size, okay? No other marbles can be meowbles, okay? You have to be a part of the crazy cat size. Um, but in any event, see that's evidently uh, the best I could come up with. I don't have anything for you guys. Zero things of interest have happened between now and last week, as you can tell. Um, so there you have it. But uh, hey, you know what? Um, at least at least you get to pontificate or ponder or whatever the word is on that topic uh for the duration of the show and um uh and and probably think about how uh how far back waf's eyes rolled 
when I said that. In any event, guys, that's enough of that uh, stupidity. Let's go to the news, see what Johnny Marble has in store for us this week. Hello, Marble Sports fans. I'm your host, Johnny Marble, and as always, I'm with MSW. And welcome to Johnny Marble After Dark, because I recorded this at night. So let's get right into the news, and we don't we don't have any news this week. We not none at all. You want me to do the? Yeah, I'll do the. Okay, okay. Change of plans, folks. We have a little treat for you. As there is no news, we decided to give you something that I did a little while ago whenever there was no news, where I look into a team in the Marble League. This week, it is the Minty Maniacs, a team that I have a soft spot for. Now, the Minty Maniacs have been in JMR since 2016. They are head coached by Minty Hint and have one of the best hashtags I think ever made in hashtag Mint Condition. Now, in the Marble League, they have appeared twice, their first coming in 2018, but their best result came this year when they placed third. They have four gold medals, one silver and three bronze, total eight, with a nice little points percentage of 271 points. It's not bad. Marvel League Showdown, they've appeared once, they placed eighth with one silver medal and 22 points to the name. Now the Hubilino Tournament, they've had two appearances, their first in 2016, but their best result came in 2018 when they placed second. They have two gold, four silver, and two bronze to once again total eight medals, with a total of 120 points as well. Now, the Mint Maniacs are one of my soft spot teams because of the colors and how they act on the field, and just their team in general. I think they're one of the upcoming teams in terms of fan recognition for what they can do on the field. Now, sure, they don't have the brand recognition of my O-Rangers or the you know, savage speed of the savage speed is play have something in between and something that anybody who looks at them can feel kind of homey about. It's a nice little feeling. Now, the team members have stayed consistent all throughout their career. With this year, they filled it out Minty Drizzle, Minty Flav, who captained the team, Minty Fresh, Minty Swirl, and Minty Mint. Now, I look forward to seeing what the Minty Manics can do in the upcoming events. And, you know, I'm going to have a prediction here, guys. I predict next Marble League, they will place second overall. Yeah, I'm predicting here, you are here. So, you know, whatever happens, Marble League happens in the future, you'll always say Johnny Marble was right when they predicted Minty Maniacs comes in second. Well, guys, thank you for joining me. I have, of course, been Johnny Marble. This has been Johnny Marble After Dark, and we are going to kick it back to continue on with the podcast. Stay safe out there. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble, for another um, exciting new segment. Marble Sports has certainly dropped off a little bit 
here in the past uh, week as the Marble League has come to the end, um, as you guys know, as we discussed for the last multiple weeks. Um, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to new Marble Sports. Sand Marble Rally is being filmed um, in the process, and Marbula 1 Season 2 is uh, going to roll its way out uh, soon. Um, starting off uh, with Sand a Marble bit of Rally is also in production, finally. Yeah, yeah, now I the, mentioned now- that. Um, oh, did you? Did I, did I completely miss it? <laughs> somehow, Waff, somehow. somehow. But yeah, it's it, it's getting Both. its way out there, so I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm, I don't know what to think about another Marbula 1 season coming already this year when we've had Marbula E and all that. But you know what? That's okay. We're not talking about JMR tonight. We're going to introduce our guest from uh, my uh, another Marble <laughs> channel that I really love, just, just to the end of the earth. Um, creator of the channel that used to be mspn and is now marbles beyond um hershey say hello to everybody out there in the audience tonight hello everybody out there in the audience yeah thank (laughs) you for joining us tonight i'm gonna assume they'll be like hello hershey um so if you said hello hershey thank you uh anyways so uh hershey actually i think it's um perfect perfect way to start off um talking with you tonight is actually to get here the information behind why you chose to uh, switch from the name MSPN to the name Marbles Beyond. I know that was a that was a little bit of a decision that you made as a channel, and it would be good to hear uh, for everybody who doesn't understand the change as much uh, as to why you decided to do this, um, make this switch. Yeah, so, um, well, from what I heard uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I think Woff did a pretty good job explaining um, why we changed the name, but... Um, Basically, MSPM was created to be, um, you know, back a couple years ago when we made the channel to be like an ESPN of the Marvel world where we did interviews and, you know, all of that old JMR stuff that we used to do that are mostly still on the channel. Um, we kind of got away from that after, like, pretty much after Not a Marble came out. We haven't done, um, you know, Marble Nation has kind of slowed down. We've only had a maybe one episode over the last, I think, year or something. Um, so it, it kind of didn't represent what the channel is anymore. And, uh, another reason why I wanted to change, um, the name and include the name Marvels Beyond, um, was that the whole point of our channel now, um, with the series we've had in the past and the series that are upcoming is to kind of push the boundaries of what a Marvel sport can be. And mm. so, um, we felt that Marvels Beyond was a fitting name, um, to fit both reasonings for, for the name change. Yeah. Um, I personally uh, like the name change. I think it's, uh, I think it better reflects what your channel does. I, I, I remember saying this back in many episodes ago. How I, I think I literally said the words, "Your channel pushes the boundaries of Marvel Sports." Um, so I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the name change. It'll take a little guess getting used to, and I know for you it took a little getting used to because I think there were sometimes because I think we were talking a few weeks ago and you were saying MSPN a lot and when you had made the name change. So yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's great. Um, it's great that I, I love to see that the channel is taking this direction, um, going towards something where your your main focus is what can we freaking do with marbles that is just mind blowing and, and just completely out of the expectation range of, of anyone watching marble sports um and, and for me and, and and for a lot of people i think that's like why your channel um is 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 just as good um in 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 some ways along jmr because jmr 
um, while very, very well done, um, you're gonna get you're getting what you expect there when it comes to marble sports. They do push the boundaries a little bit with the events, but they're they're not gonna put marbles in cars. They're not gonna you know put them in rocket ships or whatever. They're, they're you know you you're lucky to get them in rafts, all right. So I mean like they're they're gonna kind of more stay within the um uh the confines of what marbles do and especially how they're really overdoing the race stuff right now with the marbula one and the sand marble rally you're going to see a lot of that uh very conventional marble sports stuff so it's just it's just great that you're like okay i want to make marble sports but i don't want to just do what this other channel's doing i really want to be like what is never been done before and where can we go with this so that that always is is why um marbles beyond for me it's just it's just great channel Woof. anything you want to say about this um, not much. I guess I I kind of actually want to start asking some questions uh, that I think our audience would like to know. Um, first of all, where did you get the idea to do like marbles in race cars? Um, that was my next question too. It's a good one. <laughs> actually, it was. I don't know if I got the idea specifically from anywhere. I mean, I had seen diecast racing before, and you know, since I was <clears throat> since I can remember, I've always had um NASCAR diecast, and me and my brother when we were little. We would always, um, you know, race the diecast, you know, by hand on the floor. And I, I'm a big NASCAR fan, and I really wanted to somehow incorporate that into Marble Sports in a bigger way than some other channels have or are trying to. And um, so, with my dad um, being a three-dimensional engineer, um, he was able to create the insert that had the marble holding, uh, being held in the car. Um, yeah. So. Really, it was the idea just culminated over a couple of years. You know, I want to do this a, a couple of years ago, but I didn't really have the resources for it. So, um, yeah, I don't know re really if there's a good answer for specifically where the idea came from. Interesting. And, um, yeah. I mean, what was that testing process like where you had to, I mean, I'm assuming to you had to really take a lot of measurements and do a lot of fine adjustments to make sure the marble was in the right place in the car that it wouldn't be hampering the car's movement but also keeping keeping it so the marble had some control but the wheels have some control like like was that a large testing process or did you just kind of just nail it first try um in certain aspects we did pretty well off the start but um in the first when I first uh, started with this idea and was trying to get it going, um, I had a much different, um, you know, initial insert that I was using um, mm. just because, you know, we didn't have a 3D printer at the time. We actually got the 3D printer for this project. Um, so I was trying to um, be able to create the insert um, with other things, ha not having to, um, you know, create it ourselves. Uh, and so starting out that way, it kind of did derail the process a little bit. Um, Talking about the placement of the marble, um, I kind of always knew I wanted it to be right where like a driver would be in the car, so it looked like the marble was actually in there driving the car, which um, ultimately they they basically are. They're keeping it straight um, for the most part on the track. Um, but the process for testing on the actual track um, definitely took a long time. It was over probably a couple of months, and I was mm. at, at least a couple times every day I was out there trying to get the adjustments right on the car. Um, these cars are a lot heavier than typical die casts that are racing on those tracks because there's a marble in the middle of it. And so you really have to get the angles and the turns just right. And we've had a lot of issues with that, but um, I think we've, we've nailed it now. 
Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, um, that, that was actually, you kind of touched a little bit on, on my next question. Um, I want to know, like, um, what, are, what are the real differences between, you know, uh, uh, the cars and, and, and the marbles and the actual cars themselves in, in the case of NAS Marb, um, as opposed to like a regular diecast car. Cause I know, um, and I, and I, um, I actually do commentary for, for diecast car racing, um, on, on one channel races and fun, by the way, we'll plug that real quick. Um, uh, and I know that it's very, very evidently the cars are much more likely to turn and, and, and not be able to stay straight. But when I watch NASMARB, it's like sometimes the cars are, are very straight. They're like straight as an arrow, almost like it was just the marble itself. So, so I mean, I, you talked a little bit about, of course, they're a different weighted, but like, what are the, what are the real differences? Is it really that marble in the driver's seat that that's doing the, 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 all the straightening power and how is that working? I Definitely believe that's that's exactly what's keeping the car straight most of the time. Um, the difference is really between I use the actual shell of a of a NASCAR um, diecast, um, mm-hmm. a one sixty four scale diecast, um, and then all the insides are removed and the windows are taken out and everything, and it's just the metal is what we use from that. Um, and then we have that you know the custom designed insert and we three D print it, and that's used to hold the marble inside of the car and it also holds the wheels on. Um, you know, early in the process when we were you know, designing the car, we actually were thinking about not having the wheels on the car um, and actually having multiple marbles inside of the car um, to keep it straight. But um, we felt that um, the wheels did definitely help it go straight, but then also um, it makes it look a lot more like an actual car uh, if you have the wheels and they're actually spinning and everything. Um, we went through a process of possibly having the wheels on there, but not actually moving or not hitting the ground. Um, but we landed on obviously the, the car model that we have now. Um, well, you asked something else. What was the other question that you asked? Um, I think you covered most, most of it was just about the difference between the two cars. So if they're, if I there think any... the, the other oh, question oh. you asked was like, if the, if the marble actually affects the, how much it affects the cars, um, steering. Yeah, yeah. So something that yeah, I, I definitely thing. have noticed, um, cause I, Initially, when I got the the tracks that I use for NASMAR, um, I was actually testing that with um, NASCAR diecasts, just normal NASCAR diecasts that are just mostly that that metal shell and then the plastic on the inside, just a normal diecast car. And something that I have definitely noticed when comparing that to NASMAR is that, like you said, those cars spin out a lot more and they're more likely yeah. to not make it down the track. Um, and, and something that I've noticed with the NASMARB cars is that when they get sideways and even um, when they're going backwards, they have a lot more speed and they can actually, you know, straighten themselves out. And that's definitely because of the marble rolling in there because um, yeah. the, the marble is rolling and it's going one direction. It's going straight. It's going forward. When the car goes sideways, the wheels stop moving, but the marble inside is still going. And I think that's definitely what propels the car um I mean, we've had cars that have stopped on the track before, but I think it would be a lot more, we'd see a lot more of that if there was not the marble in there. No, yeah, yeah, I I would agree. I think, I, I don't know, it's just, it's a different look to it than when watching diecast racing, and I just think is, uh, is really cool. And um, do you think that the marble being in the car is, it has been the reason for also more of the kind of, uh, crazy moments where the cars like flip over each other and stuff, or is that just more luck based? Um, 
like you know what i'm saying like i yeah like do you like is the marble is the marble helping with that too or um is it kind of taken away from that it's it's definitely helping that based on what i've seen when i was testing the tracks like i said there was a lot less chaos when you have the normal cars um one of the things that having the marble inside of the car creates is instability and you can see sometimes right off the gate that the gate will drop and a car turns right into the wall and then it'll bounce back and hit another car and then they're going crazy you know they're not even in turn one and they're all going sideways um and like in race one and even in race two we did see it with cars that would go backwards right away but they would carry a ton of speed even though they were way behind like your car quillo was able to yeah. do that multiple times in race one. Yeah, uh, and I don't think that would have been like a slow start, and then he'd, he'd shoot back up and and just take the lead, and um, it would usually be usually reverse. Yeah, super. I, I super don't think that would be. I don't think that would have been possible if you didn't have the marble in there controlling the car. And it's interesting, and um, um, and actually, I can speak a little bit to that because I know that from commentating for uh, Diecast Racing Channel, they did mention something to me about. When they choose the cars, they do have an idea of who's going to win, especially if they put the cars in um, separate lanes. It Like yeah. nine times out of ten, or even like 99 out of 100 times, one car will always beat the other one. Um, so uh, if, if you really knew every single car in the races, you'd be able to predict the winner before it even happened. Um and and of course there's the there it becomes a little bit different when the cars are not in their separate lanes but definitely i feel like the marble it it it's it's like rolling in there and how like um it kind of it, it's going to direct the car differently and, and even if two cars were of different types and speeds you could definitely have different results even if they were in separate lanes um and was that ever a consideration by the way separate lane racing or was it always like definitely want the action of that of of that mult of that uh, one lane with all the cars kind of um yeah I, each other? I never really considered doing separate lanes i feel like that would have been uh, pretty boring <laughs> um i wanted it to be more action and um you know right. basing it off of nascar i actually was originally trying to do oval tracks um and the cars were actually going to have a little engine inside of them but um we're still doing research on that and it it kind of was taking too long and I wanted to get the series out so we ended up doing downhill but um you know I don't want to call anybody out but you know I've seen the glass car videos on Marble Fubica and um <laughs> they they kind of use that NASCAR name but they really don't have anything that has to do with nascar in the video uh, at all yeah. and that's that's something that i that i wanted to stay away from because i'm an actual you know i'm a really big nascar fan so yeah. i wanted to you know have that action that i know you normally see on track and something that you were saying about the other cars like all of the cars on the other channel all of these cars they were the exact same car the same paint scheme and everything before right. i stripped the paint off and everything it's the exact same car so that's something that's definitely uh different about nasmarb is that you never know who's gonna win yeah yeah i mean 
I mean, there are some, just like Marble Sports, and I love this, there are some uh, cars who seem especially skilled and then cars who seem especially not, even though it's technically all just luck-based, which I think is always really awesome. Um, you know, we always want the Savage Beaters and the Limers of every of every Marble Sports competition, which is which is nice. But um, uh, but I'm still, I'm still not happy that the Limers didn't qualify for the qualifiers, by the way. If, you want, if you're thinking that I, I forgot about that, I didn't. But back to the back to the NASMAR related uh, occurrences here. Yeah, I love that. I love how um, how ran, how marbles marbles always add that. Like for some reason, even though they're all identical in 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 a sense, they always add that like um, that complete craziness and randomness and chaos, as we always love to talk about um, to to uh, to to the sport. So um, I mean, again, just masterful job with what you did and. Uh, um, actually, um, Waf, if you, do you have anything you want to mention? Cause I definitely want to ask more questions. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm, I really love like how I, I one thing I, I think we haven't brought up yet is, is like how, um, a lot the sponsorship system with the, with the cars, like where a lot of a member, like for instance, like being a patron, like a, a top tier patron, I got, a, I got a marble pretty much for like from the get go, but like other members like come in to like pay it for a sponsorship and like they can have like, a design and a marble that represents them. And I think it's really cool. Like it kind of involves a community. And so it adds another level of in, right. um, engagement than previous before. We're like, it's, so now like it's, it's more personal. Like now, I'm like, I, like before, like before, like as like, like in JMR, for instance, like I'm really rooting for moment to win, but now it's like, that's like that, that Spitzer there racing in my car. And it's like, okay, well he's got to win. And yeah. So, that's, like, and that's he didn't. Something that I I knew I wanted to do this right off the start with the with the sponsorships because if you idea. know NASCAR you know that sponsorships are everything you know drivers will get a car a top tier car even if they're not even that good of a driver because they bring a sponsorship with them the whole sport is run by sponsors oh my and, God. and they're always wearing those like funky get ups with like freaking Red Bull is, is is in is in letters in about twenty different places on the on the outfit. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, and it's, it's a li- almost overdone. I, okay. So I knew I wanted to bring that in and be able to have um, you know actual subscribers and fans on the cars, and um, you know I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to fill a whole field with you know paying sponsors um, i mean they're not all paid but they mostly are and that was um something that was really encouraging for me when i was doing the you know the initial setup for nasmar was like they don't even know what they're getting into you know they'd never seen this before and they were able to they were willing to take a chance and and sponsor a car so i thought that was really cool and that also kind of goes back to um during m games we had the community coaches and that was kind of that first step to try and get the community more involved than they are in other channels. Right. Although it, it does have, it's also a double-edged sword because like, like, since I'm really rooting for Spitzer, if Spitzer doesn't do well, then I'm extra disappointed. Oh man, oh man. Well, you could root for the MSW car. Yeah, I, I, I do have that, but that yes, but, 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 but then, yeah, but, but they, like, they keep like facing two. each other. <laughs> yeah. But then with race two, what I happens wonder is if like, that's like, purposeful. Like, Hey. Well, yep. Well, with race two, then like my car does bad, then your go- your car goes the next race, and then it just loses again. So like, like well, now I have no one else to root for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to pick like three or four. 
no yeah 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 and that's that's what um it's really nice about the sponsorships i've kind of i picked like three that i really can get behind obviously i want uh i want i want my i want msw to do well okay but um if i if i don't do well i'll be like okay let's let's at least see how wafkar does i want wafkar to do well um spitzer and then uh, if not that then uh, i don't know i think i think the third one i chose was nuggets car because i really like nuggets car so i i kind of have three that i'm with so it's like um and you know because i know these people in the community right and and, and so i'm i'm more willing to get behind that and it and that and that this this conversation is an is a continued never-ending build upon of my upsetness at at, at uh, channels who do things like country races where like your country's out or your country's not even in um there's no reason to pay attention and even when your country's in it's kind of boring um this is another continuation of me liking the fact that it's personalized not only personalized team names and logos and, and design well, i guess the logo be the design on the car which you do you did very well um but also that like wow other people i know in this community other people that are watching this every week or bi-weekly or hopefully and hopefully not bi-monthly hopefully i won't get there um you know um that's just kidding um but you know like people that are keeping up with this are are they have their cars in there and like i can support some of them too that i know so um it really adds that personal personal feel to it um which i really like um and actually actually um on that topic of of car design um can you talk a little bit about how you did that i mean like the they're very well designed they look they look great how did you manage it obviously you didn't hand paint those just hand paint all the designs or maybe you did I, I don't know but like they look great so could you talk a little bit about how you were able to pull all that off yeah, I definitely didn't hand paint them or they wouldn't look that good. But <laughs> yeah. um, that's actually something that I've actually been involved in in NASCAR. I don't know if a lot of people know in this community know about my involvement in the sport, uh, but I've actually had multiple actual paint schemes that I designed race in the NASCAR Cup Series. And so that's something oh, really? that I'm actually, wow. yeah, I, actually, I have. Yes. Um <laughs> Um, yeah, I've Wait, like I've shown NASCAR, them in the like on TV. You're, you're yeah, on TV. Design? Yeah, dude. Yeah. damn. Yeah, I had one Man, a couple years ago. Crazy. One this year. I've got one coming up uh, later this year. But I'm I'm in school for that. Um, I'm a couple years away from graduating. Um, and then I'll be hopefully in that field, you know, full time. And that's another reason why this is such a fun series for me. Is it was combining multiple things that I really like to do. You know, I wanted to have that marble sport. That was different than other things, and this is that. It has NASCAR. It's got the designing to it. Um, but what I always would try and do is, you know, I would let the sponsor, if they wanted to make their own paint scheme, they could design it, and I would transfer it onto my template that I would use. Um, but if they didn't want to design it, like like you, you didn't design yours. I did the design in full. So what I would do... I gave you rough guidelines. <laughs> what I would do is I'll take the logo that they want on the car and I typically try and somehow continue that onto the entire paint scheme. So, like, your colors flow throughout and it's kind of got that, you know, swooping motion that you see in your marble design. Um, like Waff's car. Obviously, Waff's car was based off of his marble and it's got those the three different colors separated by the layers like his marble is so <laughs> the the uh the earthy pepsi logo <laughs> yeah uh so, i think case case and called it a radioactive pepsi or something <laughs> yeah no um, so yeah 
so what I would do is I designed the stuff on the computer, um, and then I actually printed it out on a water slide decal paper. Um, I would I have to you know clear coat it a couple times so that the ink doesn't run and stuff. And then uh, right. ultimately, it's like you know, there are people out here that do um, they they build custom NASCAR diecasts, and I I basically started trying to get into that sort of community so I could learn how to do it for this specific series. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, and uh, like I said before, you did a great job. I mean, I really liked how MSW car came out. It won the best in show, so it means a lot of other people like that one came out too. Yep. Um, no, yeah, it just they look like so they look like real NASCAR cars when it comes to the design. So, um, just uh, again, another thing I love about your channel, Marvels Beyond. Right? It's just the attention to detail. Okay, you you will go that extra mile to make sure the the cars. You won't just like freaking. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> write the name of the team on, on like a blank car or something. Um, you'll actually go that extra mile to be like a personalized designs. And then uh, it's just great. I, I love how you do it. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Waf, anything about the car designs um, that you want to mention? Um, just that like, they're all really good. Um, a lot, some, some of them, I guess like for our audience, there was like a design contest where I think like one or two marbles uh, or, or designs were picked based on like uh, the, the voting by the, the uh, community. So not all of them were designed by Hershey, but the vast majority were. And like, all of them like just have that like that, uh, that polish to them that like just, it, it makes them like, they, they look like real die casts I would go find in a store and buy. Yeah. And like, like that's just really cool. Like it's, it's, it's so nice. I, like it's a real, it's a, it's such a nice, really professional touch to the series. Yeah. I mean, let's just say you, you, design them so well that i am willing to literally buy my car off of course your website um for when when the competition's over i'm willing to buy that car because the design's so good and if you if you're making a design that good then you're doing the right thing all right because you know i mean you know I'm spending I'm spending money to buy the car because it's a great design. I I don't I mean I don't, I don't not much else to say. It's just great. Um, so I mean the attention to detail is always just what always makes me so happy. Um, and but I do want to jump over to um, uh, and and one other topic, and I think after that then we'll do some uh, trivia. So I hope you guys have a, a trivia question for us or something, um, today. Oh uh, but, uh, yeah, I do want to ask track design. I want to talk track design for a moment. Um, a lot of possibilities, of course, a lot of possibilities. So what, um, you know, what, what kind of testing went into that? Okay. What kind of, uh, what decisions did you have to make regarding that? Um, and, and what limitations did you have, of course, with your, with your, um, makeshift studio and, and things like that. So, so what came, what all factors came into the, uh, the equation when, uh, trying to, uh, design the the best tracks to to represent this, this competition well um you know initially i was going to try and uh, make my own track so i didn't have anything that was limiting me in terms of materials um, but what i found throughout testing is that uh, the tracks that i use now they're um, you know really old because they're not manufactured anymore uh, they're hot wheels sizzlers fat tracks um, that are used a lot in diecast racing, um, like channels on YouTube and stuff. But um, I tried to um, go past that and, and do something on my own, but it ultimately didn't work out. And 
Um, so that is a limitation is the amount of materials because those tracks are pretty costly when you have to um, go on eBay and get them. Uh, but when I was building the tracks, um, it, it took quite a while to you know get the hang of it. Um, one big limitation, like you said, is the space that we have. Um, and there's not... You don't think about it when you're thinking about diecast racing, like, oh, wow, this takes up a lot of space, but it really does. Um, I'm using a full two-car garage, and I'm like running out of space because of how how crammed it is and so there is a limitation of one of the tracks i was going to try and you know make it a little bit longer of a stretch at the end to where it would extend past where the garage door would come down um but then that created the problems of how to get a certain camera shot and so i had to kind of nix that idea and so everything's confined into that small space so that does that's something that I'm trying to work out for the upcoming seasons of this. If we have um, more than just the second season that we already announced. Um, but when we're talking about tracks and the, I think there's a lot more limitations than you would expect because of these specific cars weighing so much more than a normal diecast car. Usually with a normal diecast car, like we were testing with, we had many different configurations we could use and the car would make it down to the bottom no problem. But something that we ran into after I had already done testing with a normal NASCAR diecast was that, wow, these cars are not making it to the bottom because for whatever reason, maybe it's the extra weight or it's that the car will lose control. Um, you know, like we talked about right off the gate, sometimes it loses mm -hmm. control and sometimes it'll get stuck in the turn or it didn't have enough of a downhill angle to it to where the car didn't make it to the end. So there were multiple races that I ended up recording and I didn't end up using uh, because it was just, you know, sometimes like before I recorded the first race, the actual race that you guys saw, there were multiple that were recorded before that, that just didn't quite live up to what it needed to be. Uh, and there were cars that, didn't finish both qualifying laps. And I was like, man, this, I got to do something about this. This was a couple months before the actual series premiered. And this was with our old cars as well. And, right. you know, something that I don't know if you know about it. I know Waff knows about it. There was um, certain issues with the cars where, you know, when I was making, I, I've done two different waves of cars. So I have basically duplicates of every car. Um, because when I was initially making these cars, I didn't have enough research done on them to where when I was taking them apart, I was setting myself up to be able to build them back up correctly. And so there were slight differences. Certain cars weighed a little bit more or weighed a little bit less. There were certain things that were off about each car. And so when it went to recording with those cars, things just kind of didn't work out. And I made the executive decision to just just get rid of those cars and completely build every single car uh, and, and redo all of the paint schemes over from there. And so it really did take a long time. Um, but in the long run, the cars that I have built now compared to the ones I had definitely perform a lot better. And I've definitely learned how to build the tracks a little better as well. But I don't know if I answered all of the questions that you had about that, but 
no, that's yeah, kind yeah. of just a look into the process of you know this has been you know I, I announced this I don't remember what month it was but it was probably almost six months ago now and since that announcement I've been basically working nonstop. even if you guys haven't seen all of that mm. yeah it's it's been quite you've been really busy I know I know that much yeah so for, yeah. so for those like wondering why it's been taking so long, like like it's like it's not like he was slacking off. Like he like he's either been busy <laughs> with life or he's been busy working on the project itself. Like it's quite an undertaking. Yeah, yeah and another thing, life, right? another thing that takes a long time that you guys don't probably think of a lot is the graphics that we have on the video, um, because oh those <laughs> graphics I mean, are great. By the way, can I just say that the good gra- great graphics, like um, uh, just. Can't wait till you get your your own like nice looking studio. Okay, that's when oh my god, it's gonna be it, you, another JMR. Okay, because you you do very well with the graphics. It really adds that professional touch um, to the whole experience. Yeah, we've got we've got plans um, for yeah, uh, plans. for the next season. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love how Waffle always knows a little bit more than me. He's, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I say something. He's like, yeah, well. Actually, we're we're uh, figuring that out already. Right, anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, no, but um, anyway, continue with the speaking of the graphics. I do have another question, but uh, finish up. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, over the the course of doing the first race, I probably, I mean, I can't even tell you how many hours and hours and hours of rendering that was to get the, just the oh graphics. God, That's dude. not even the recording <laughs> and the editing. That's just to get the graphics done. Um, luckily I had to purchase a PC for school. Um, and this PC is a lot faster than, than the computer I was using before. So it does render the graphics a lot faster, (laughs) but yeah, it would not have been a biweekly series if I was using the other computer. Um, just cause you know, I think it was, you know, at least probably 20 hours worth of just rendering for the graphics on the first race. So it was pretty insane, but, um, yeah, there is a lot of work that goes and this goes for every every video on youtube mostly there's a lot of behind the scenes work that a lot of people don't see and so there is a lot of time that goes into these things no yeah yeah and i i guess evidently you more than um, a lot of other channels evidently put a lot of time into it too i mean like you know we won't talk about mnh here right but um no yeah you very clearly uh every step of the process is carefully considered and uh if it doesn't work out the first time you'll do it the second time if it doesn't work out the second time you'll scrap it and do it again and that that dedication is 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 why um why uh even even in the place you are i'm able to be like okay this channel this channel is a channel worth watching um i do want to ask one thing uh specifically about the tracks uh i want to know just i'm curious what was the big like differences between tracks that didn't work and tracks that did work i know i know like there's sometimes it would be like it just didn't have enough uh downward pitch that the cars would make their way down but were there like types of turns or amount of turns or things like that or direction of turns that you just could not have without um cars just completely falling out um what was that what was that like well, there's definitely a limit on how many turns you can squeeze onto a track that these cars can finish. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, because it's a, we're talking about the weight and how it differs from a normal die cast. And in certain ways, that's very beneficial for the cars. But in other ways, it hurts the cars a lot. Um, I think it creates more action and more chaos, but then it also means the tracks probably need to be a bit shorter and they can't have as many turns. And, you know, I, I made, 
I can't tell you how many different configurations of just the same track to try and get it to work. Um, like the track that you'll you guys will see this coming weekend um, for race three, this okay. track um, was done and it worked for the NASCAR diecast, but it didn't work for the uh, the NASBARBs, and so it's taken a lot of tinkering and you know we've improved certain things i have actually new tracks based on like the first two videos there are actually newer tracks that we'll be using for race three we have a new starting gate that's going to be um you know electronic so it can be you know um, done remotely which will help the the consistency of the gate dropping because i know that's something that is easily noticeable but not a whole lot we could do is the the speed at which the gate falls because it's being done by hand. Um, we couldn't really do a whole lot about the consistency of that, but that'll be fixed for race three. And I've definitely learned throughout the course of building these tracks, what these cars can and can't do. And I don't waste as much time on tracks that don't work anymore. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That must've been, that must've been a tough process to, to handle, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That must, that must've been frustrating too. When like, just like, slight movement of one of the curves and all of a sudden the the the, the cars wouldn't finish but uh um, well there's also yeah. you know things with these tracks it's it's so weird to to say but you know the first set of tracks the ones that were used and we'll still be using them in the future but ones that were used for the first two races those tracks are 40 years old they're from 1971 wow and so wow. they have their issues with you know sometimes the turns don't stay together real well so if you see on the videos sometimes i had to tape the turns together because they the cars would come down with so much force oh, yeah, that they yeah. would I literally break they would break the turn in half that has happened oh, okay. multiple so times that's why the tape was there interesting so okay. yeah and and that's not even the nasmarms that was the normal nascar diecast would just bust the turn in half and so you know before i even tried to record with the nasmarms they were they were taped up but these new tracks we have um i think we're from the 90s and so, um, and they, That's these were never used tracks. before. Wait, they don't so, do they not make these more in the modern world or they're just not good modern? The no, modern ones they, uh, they don't make them anymore. They, um, wow. they made them in the seventies and then they made them again in the nineties and they never made them again after that. So, um, yeah, you, you got to get them off of eBay. You can't get them anywhere else. And, um, wow, yeah. So yep. this is like, yeah, <laughs> these are hard to find. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not easy to find. They're not cheap. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, anyway, I think at this point, uh, like 41 minutes in, we should uh, we should head towards the trivia segment. So um, uh, we're going to have to right. play that trivia music. I wonder if it's playing yet, Mr. Waff. What do you think? Is it playing? No, it's... I don't know, Brendan. It probably is. Is it playing now? I'm for the tri- Don't do this again. <laughs> I'm going to do this again. Uh, is it playing now? Yeah. Kaysen loves me when I do this. Is it playing now? The, uh... All right. It's a great I'm song. I'm going to from three. It is a great song, but we'll get, we have to make sure it comes in correctly, okay? Three. I appreciate the compliment. Two. Go. Ha, huh, I skipped one. Okay, play it now. We're, we're going to the trivia. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. All right, we're at the trivia. I have the music played. I'm sure my editor is, is very happy with, with, with my performance here. Um, He's anyways, just going to cut um, all of that out. <laughs> No, usually he just leaves that bullshit in and just <laughs> drops the trivia music right in the middle. It's like, screw you. <laughs> if you're stupid, then it's gonna sound stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, we'll go. We'll go into some trivia. So, 
um uh yeah uh hershey hershey do you have a trivia uh question tonight um, um I, don't, I, I don't think i reminded you to bring one <laughs> uh if you have a trivia question and waf has a trivia question i'll come up with something <laughs> by the time it gets okay. to me okay uh so waf why don't you start off uh so i have a chance uh, to come up with something <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh i do have, actually i do have a not the hardest one but a decent one for nasmar uh, okay. So you go first, Waff, anyway. No, I think you should go first. Okay, okay. And I hope I didn't we get We supposed this, to do NASMARP um, ones? You can do um, trivia from anything, really, from that's I mean, Marvel related. I figured let's fit the theme, all right? I'm not going to ask well, about only two... that Slimer said. <laughs> oh. There's only two races, okay. so I don't know how much trivia there is right now. No, but... there's yeah, some little... We'll do some simple trivia like this. Like This is a question I had. So what car was uh, broken apart in race two? And which car uh, uh, <laughs> caused that particular car to to uh, split right in half? Waff. It um, was Murakami. <laughs> it was Spitzer who did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, that is correct, actually. Uh, for those who for those who didn't know, I, that was one of my favorite moments, by the way. I will say um, because it shows how intense certain competitors out there on the field may get when they're losing um, to other competitors on the field. So. Um, we're not going to name names here, Waff, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe keep your driver in check next time. Because not only did you break Murakami, um, you also then you got you lost the next r- t- race against uh, Quilo, me, um, uh, my car, and then you ran right into him too—a very very strong collision. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got called out. Clear, <laughs> clear, got called out by clear Rick demonstration too. Demonstration <laughs> uh, of uh, frustration. Okay, so. <laughs> I love that, by the way. That was that was one of my favorite moments in race two. Anyway, um, uh, Waff, why don't you go ahead? Uh, I'm trying to finalize my question, making because uh, I, I can go prepared. ahead and go. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and Hershey. I need some time. All right, so um, we're gonna go back to race one. Um, during the actual race, so not qualifying, the actual race, which car ran the fastest lap for the second Good race? Question. For the first race. For the first race, it was. I don't. I want to say electro. I mean, honestly, my best guesses are Prime or Lamone Drizel. I know Lamone Drizel has been quite fast. Um, he was fast in uh, in race two, at least. So, um, those are my best guesses. So, Waff, you were probably thinking of race two because Electro was fast. Oh my gosh, you're right. Um, race one was surprising. I was I was surprised. It was Earl. Oh really? yeah. yeah! Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. And what I, I don't remember. What did Earl finish in that particular race? I don't know if you remember. Um, the top seventh. Seventh. Okay, so not bad. Yeah, yeah. it's understandable. Yeah, they were the they because they ran that fast lap, so they actually won the tiebreaker uh, for all the cars that were sixth to twelfth or uh, seventh to twelfth. And I know I noticed that um you you giving points out for like the fastest lap and the qualifiers winners and things like that um yeah like, like extra extra points which is good. Yeah, um, we give out we give out bonus points like for every. It's kind of a weird a weird way that we have to explain it, but every heat that's guaranteed to happen across the board gets a bonus point for somebody. So like in the first in the um yeah in stage one after the group stage. Um, there are, since it's a best of three, there are two heats that are guaranteed to happen. So yeah. across the board, every every um, matchup is going to have two heats. So then for the first heat, across all six matchups, whoever's fastest is going to get a bonus point. And then the second heat, 
whoever's fastest gets a bonus point. But then in Heat 3, uh, okay, there isn't a bonus point because it's not actually guaranteed across the board for everyone to have for it to happen. So it's the same yeah. way all the way until you get to the final, and then there's just one point for the fastest lap in the final overall that's given out. Right. Yeah, that yeah, I, I like that. So there's some like more there's some more trivia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I actually didn't know that it was exactly how that uh, how it worked. Uh, I don't think I've actually explained that anywhere because it's a little hard no, to no, explain <laughs> over text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, All was, right. Well, there was something I think I did notice. I will just before you go off. Um, I think okay. there was a couple moments that I was kind of confused about, like how all the points were being given out because it wasn't necessarily explained super well in in the yeah. videos so yeah um, um i mean that's probably the only thing i could criticize you for but uh i mean well you just gotta that, pay more attention to the discord server uh, okay, okay yeah <laughs> okay 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 but you almost first, missed your car dude i had I know, to tell you that i know was for dude sale. i know sorry i mean listen okay well, all i have to say about that is i is i i own like three discord servers and i'm not even that active in talking in those um uh, i get busy you know and like you know it's it's, it's reading every discord server that's it's hard okay hard work all right and in any event in any event i don't have any excuses that's the best i can come up with so what wow, why don't you go ahead all right, so this is another NASCAR question, and I know Hershey's already going to know the answer to this one, but so Lemon Giselle, guess first. <laughs> yeah, Lemon Giselle did amazing in race two. Um, we'll, we'll talk about race two I think after the the, the uh, trivia, but um, how many places did they move up from race one after race two? Um, you mean from where they finished in? From where they finished in race one, and then where they where they're currently at? Because I know they were like. If I remember correctly, I don't remember correctly, but if I do, they were like middle of the pack first race, and then they—I forget if they got first place or like in the top three. I know there's like one of those two. For, they did well in, in race two. I, I, mean, I think I think it's a fair answer to go about ten places. How about that? Well, I'll be darned. Yep, it was ten. <laughs> really? There you go. Yeah, see, sometimes. Well, he wasn't wasn't really middle of the, the pack. He was. <laughs> it was. He was, it was like, like. It was. Bottom He's basically at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> or b- bottom quarter, almost. Actually. Yeah, almost. Yeah, a, a ten is a ten. 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 Yeah. Okay. They I went from fourteenth to, to fourth. Yeah. Uh, nice. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fourth. Fourth. Wait. They finished fourth in race two, or their overall. No. Standing? No. No. The, the standings. Yeah. Okay, that's what you, dude. I was, I was, uh, I misheard the question and still got it right. That, that's just how, that's how Marvel <laughs> sports, Marvel sports wise, I am. Okay. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I I remember see I remember that turnaround because they they struggled in race one they uh tough out of the yeah. entry but uh, in race two they were they were fast um anyway uh, I think that that is the trivia that is the trivia for today so if that is the trivia um then we should we should go back to the regular episode so maybe editor this is a great time to play that music do we have that music play that music here we go play it. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! All right, we're back. Music has played. Waff's uh, amazing singing voice. Again, thank you, Waff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, if you do, if you want a reason to lip- listen to the episodes, that's a great reason. He, that, the three seconds of Waff just going, show, whoa, whoa, is the, is the <laughs> best freaking thing on the planet. So... Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, if you hear more of my singing, you can find the special episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Varying was... degrees of quality on some the whole, of them. Yeah, the whole uh, credits. I think <laughs> if you want, Waff, the end of episode, I believe it was twelve or fourteen. Waff fourteen, were... a... yeah, fourteen. Right. Waff, but you Waff can, sang but if you nice watch rendition of something, okay. but if you watch episode twenty-five on YouTube, you can watch animations with it too. So yeah, it's oh, got the whole yeah. the end the end credits. I think. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! Episode twenty-five. That was that yeah. was a great one. 
And then there was episode um, 50's ending, and then like there was a random Christmas one somewhere where I was like, I'll do this for some reason. I don't remember well, which. I don't remember the Christmas episode was though. Well, if you're bolder than I, I don't know if I would sing on the show. Um, anyway, um, we are back here to uh, close out the show with a little bit more NASMARB talk. Um, so, I mean, uh, I, I know you, Waf, you wanted to dive into the details of race two, uh, but I would like to hear um, um, a little bit more from Hershey um, as far as, uh, I, I guess, more like what what you might consider as for de- developments on this in the future because i mean a lot of things come to mind for me when i think okay here's nasmarb um if nasmarb's continuing in two years what would i want to see and you know i'm thinking things like you know obviously if you could somehow make it so the cars would go around in a circle and continue well, hold on, that hold on. that would be um Bef- before you say all your okay. stuff i should explain my stuff and then see if i hit all your things that would be that would be interesting. Go ahead, yeah. Um, if you want to, so, want to do it that way. So, um, obviously, you know, for for season one, the current season that we're on, there are already improvements that I've talked about with the starting gate. The tracks are newer, yeah. um, even though we'll still use the old tracks um, some of the time. Um, you know, so those are already improvements we're having. Obviously, the studio is not really a studio; it's a garage. So we're going to try and. Um, we're getting something lined up to um, possibly record the second season in a studio, which will be a big improvement. Um, you know, we obviously have quality of video is sometimes an issue on you know, the replays where they have to be zoomed in really far, which can still happen with you know, higher quality cameras and they're really expensive and stuff, but we'll try and get that improved. Like you said, um, there has been talk, you know, even from the beginning of, and I, think Waff would know about this because um, we talked about it in the patron chat. There has been talk since the very beginning of doing it's hard to s- explain to a non NASCAR fan, but how NASCAR works is they have different levels and they're all called, you know, something series. So they have the cup series, the Xfinity series is like the, you know, right. if it was like baseball, it'd be like the triple A teams. And then there's a third one. That's the truck series. So it's hard to explain to a Marvel fan because you say, oh, another series, that means a different thing. But, you know, when I say a different series, I would mean like something like that where it's, you know, different drivers or a different kind of car or different a different type of track. Something that we talked about um, that you just mentioned was to have different types of series named after what kind of track they're racing on. So you would have like the... Let's say we called it the downhill series, which is be what which would be what we're in right now. We would have the circuit series. That was this was before Marvel Circuits came out, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we were gonna actually call it um, the circuit series, which was going to be what you talked about, which was like having ovals or car tracks that are more like what NASCAR actually runs on. That yeah. <clears throat> like what I said earlier, we were looking at, and we still are looking at having you know engines inside of the car, and they'll actually run on their own. Um, that's definitely something that we've looked into and then we've also looked into doing a truck series and um i i think i posted it in a public chat but if not i you know there were pictures of um you know i did a paint scheme on a on a nascar truck die cast that could possibly be used for a nasmarb truck series um so yeah cameras tracks um the starting gate was a big thing that i'm glad we got taken care of studio um different types of series I don't. What else would you like to see? Um, I don't know. I'm. I, I mean, 
covered a lot of interesting things there. Um, I don't know. For me, it would just be really cool if you could somehow get some sort of elevator or like propulsion system as seen in glass car just to keep those cars moving around and around. I know that would be hard because cars are irregularly shaped, but um, that is just something that well, comes to mind. Um, it's not as difficult because like, there, there are NASCAR launchers, you know, that, that are specifically designed to launch die-cast cars. Yeah, but, well, I, do, yeah, but are they're they made not... to continue them around and around? I don't know. The, well, here's the thing. I actually have looked into this, and I've looked into probably everything that you're going to say, but um, <laughs> I have looked into, you know, before... I imagine so. Before I found the possible engines that we'd be using, I was looking at some sort of elevator system um, to use, and it's, it's not as easy as you'd think. Um, there are... A couple of Hot Wheels, you know, elevator things that they've used for like different sets that are like a car wash set, I think was one of them or something like that. Uh, but one of the reasons I think that I didn't want to use an elevator is I think it really takes away from the action in the race. And I think it would mess the cars up um, going in at the speed that they'd be going in at. Um, and the elevators that I saw, and I'm not electronically skilled enough to be able to build an elevator like that um they were only one lane so the track would have to go from three lanes to one to get on the elevator so i feel like that would kind of take away from the action of it but um yeah we have been looking into some sort of way to keep them going if i knew how uh, fubica did the propulsion system that would be uh, an option that i think would be really cool but um you know we've also got the engines which a, would kind just, of that is really easy how we did it he just had a like a like one of those rollers that you, almost like a paint roller type looking structure and he's had that thing spinning and it was at the right height that when the marbles hit it the spinning of the rolling thing just shot the marble uh, up the, up the the track um, hmm. obviously he could be a lot more um, uh, control reckless with it yeah, because yeah. the marbles it doesn't matter which way they're facing blah blah blah, blah uh, because they're just gonna like bounce around like a freaking bouncy ball but um uh, but. Yeah, I mean, it was as simple as just, like, one or, or two, maybe one on the top and the bottom. I can't remember exactly. It was just, like, two rollers spinning, and it would shoot the marble up, um, hmm. almost like hitting a speed boost in Mario Kart or something like that. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, see, I, I would be interesting to see how that would work with cars. But uh, I think yeah. that would be the one issue with that, like you said, is... Um... I can't really be reckless with these things because they do need to stay straight. Um, yeah. As much as they can yeah. slide sideways or go backwards, you want them to stay straight because, you know, the cars don't really race backwards, you know. Um, they they race forwards, and I think that would also mess up the balance of it if they race backwards too much, um, especially not going in a downhill format because right. they would be going more at a level format. But, you know, I've looked at launchers and stuff like that, um, but everything that I've seen is something that has to bring the track down to just one lane. And that's something that I'm trying to avoid, but yeah, we'll definitely look into it more. Yeah. Um, I guess the only other bright idea I had, um, as bright as it might be, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I just think it would be so cool to kind of, um, continue to streamline this whole idea of marbles being the star, but manning vehicles and, um, you know, this would be much further down the line because there'd be you know, a lot more testing required. But I don't know, some sort of some sort of like marble cart type thing where 
the it's not like this giant car but like almost like this very specially designed vehicle that works really well with the marble where the marble controls it by rolling but it's kind of like a, a tinier vehicle where like you could kind of be more reckless and, and and with with how it's it's oriented because of the way you build it and you know sending it through elevators or through propulsion systems and and it being like much smaller but still uh, still add like a vehicle aspect because um i don't know i always think mario kart when i think stuff like this because mario kart the point of it is like these weird looking vehicles and they're much smaller than like actually driving around in cars so like that's what i think of um but like yeah just like little vehicles that like are made for the 360 degree-ness of marbles if you know what i mean like like how they can face any direction and and if um if i i think the whole vehicle marble thing could be uh, have a like, like, and it would be different than NASMAR because NASMAR and, and in the cars and in the big cars, that's a separate thing, and that's a thing I really enjoy, and that's the thing I think should still persist. But I think in in its own uh, its other niche way, um, some sort of marble cart type thing where you have these these mini kind of vehicles that are designed to really uh, take advantage of, of of the the how marbles are made. Um, that would be so cool. Um. Uh, marble cart you could call it i don't know you know what i'm saying do you, you know what i'm saying like that idea half the time when you're when you're describing what you want this thing to do i i'm just thinking like just use a marble because that's what you're describing but um yeah yeah i understand what you're saying kind of but um uh, i no, mean and I they agree, would have but to... I, I think it cool, could add some cool depth if it was if it was a, a vehicle of the sort um a, a vehicle like designed to be to make it look like the marble is driving something but also that can handle like the like not over always having to face a certain direction or it's not going to be able to to travel the kind of thing i don't i don't know if that all right so these are ideas um, i I throw off and we'll see what we see what sticks right here Um, if you just start researching that now and then i'll pick that up later if you have any sort of breakthrough (laughs) on that on that front because i don't have time for that right now no no i I would imagine so listen listen i have the ideas and, and we'll see what happens but um uh, if I ever have the opportunity to really look into that, uh, I think that would be really cool. Just the same with my idea with uh, Marble Sports and putting uh, the humans. Yeah, I heard about oh, that last the time. Humans. Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's, it's, I, it's a good idea. It is. It is. Uh, if it's maybe. done well, if it's a good idea. If if it's done well, it's a good idea. If it's done not well, then uh, it won't be such a good idea. I told but, you, uh, give me some, give me some sort of events or layout, and I'll, and I'll, and you just never, you never did. Listen, if I'm sh- ever in the area where you're Listen, filming, I'll I'm be a part of it. I'm a busy man too, okay? <laughs> um, I, I, I will. Because, I, like, the big problem with that, of course, is gathering enough people that are all in the same place that are willing to do that. Um, so if I ever have a lot of extra time where I'm like, okay, this is really what I want to do, and then there's people that are like, I would need to find people who are like, yeah, dude, I'm willing to, like, literally do whatever weird event you come up with with the uh, little 16-millimeter glass spheres. Um, uh, then then I then I really would uh, look into that. So, I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe – hopefully I'll get around to it at some point. These are ideas that, that I don't forget about, but I have to wait for that moment where I'm not, like, just going into college and life is way too busy kind of thing. So, eventually I will cover that. Um, something I've always wanted to do um uh so we'll we'll see how that goes in the future but uh in any event we are we are reaching an hour here so um i do want to begin to wrap it up uh uh hershey is there anything you want to plug or anything you want to really talk about that you haven't talked about regarding nasmarb or the future of marbles beyond or anything like that um by all means um well, I, I know Waff wanted to discuss race too a little bit but <laughs> um yeah, I, I, I was we... about, like, like, yeah 
We may have for, to put off like the that detailed stuff till next week. If you if you have a couple of really interesting points, Waf, uh, go I, ahead I, and. I guess the, the the one main thing is like was how like um like we kind of mentioned how or how like any but like because of the way the the cars are basically all the kind of the same and like the, like, like it, almost any Marvel can win anytime. Like I, I think like, what was really interesting like, like with how Lemon Giselle like they didn't even like if I'm saying they didn't even qualify for the first race. They didn't like, get like, out they, of the they, out of the groups, yeah. Right, they, but then the, yeah. but then the second race, they got the first perfect run in NASMAR history, yeah. which was only one race later, and it's already gotten like. I thought like, it was like, going to take a lot longer before, <laughs> yeah, because Lamon Drizel was uh, ten heats, ten wins. I thought it was going to take a lot longer for that to happen. That, that was ins- it was insane. Yeah. I wish Quilo was that good, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, they were they did good I mean, last come, race. Come on, you're getting a little spoiled there. You got you got to yeah, run her up on the first the, race. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm As joking, the 16 right? seed too. I know, right? That was so surprising to me. How like um, how well, that ended up turning out. What's crazy um, is that Lemon Drizel, who got the perfect run, was a 14 seed. So. I mean, listen, maybe you want to qualify lower. <laughs> uh, maybe. Good, good. Maybe. Maybe so. Uh, maybe that Face will. Maybe that will become slower a, cars. Something we'll discuss in the in the future episodes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I. I don't know. This this is another event that well uh, executes what the first the never forget the first episode we had Hershey where we delved in for an hour and a half. We talked about Marble Chaos Theory, or at least for the majority of that hour and a half. And and you deliver once again here. Oh, and um, what did they like do? Said, what did they they got rid of the obstacles in the Sam Marble Alley, didn't they? After that, that came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the it was a whole the. And did you see this year's ending? Oh my god! Um, with this with the freaking marble marble drome track, and and they didn't even do sand marble rally. Oh, not not the kind of ending I was I was I was hoping for. Oh, the uh, and, the last event of Marble League. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I, I mean, they're going really far. In. They're going in on the <laughs> okay. the Marbula One <laughs> stuff, aren't they? <laughs> if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be more upset, check out check out the abhorrent event, Black Hole Funnel Event Eleven. Man, I, I that was the first day of Marbula. I always, I always round, say, so. I always say, giant funnels are super boring. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I J- can't J- believe the JMRC weren't a ha- like, like, like 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 I was talking to them too after like they're like yeah like it's not the best event. Like, I like, I, think I couldn't that, believe they, they did that. I couldn't believe I didn't watch it, but I couldn't believe that they, especially you know with as big as the series has gotten, that they they went back to the giant funnel. I think it was just because of theming, because like it was a black hole for space. Like because apparently they said they said we can cut them that break. We can cut them that break. But if I see the black hole funnel again, it's another. Well, here here's what I'll say. Just go back to twelve events if you're running out of ideas and you have to go to a giant funnel again. No, but yeah. see, they can't. They can't do that. They cannot go back to twelve events. If they go back to twelve events, you're gonna have um, hundreds of thousands now um, upset fans. They're too big to um, downsize at this point. Um, I mean, so I think um, it was a bad idea to go extra events anyway, because then you're like, what? What would have happened if it was sixteen events in the previous years? I think they should have kept it even, but you know, whatever. What are you gonna do, right, Hirsch? What are you gonna do? Uh, I'm um, not gonna do anything about it. I'm just gonna talk about go, it. I there guess. There you go. <laughs> Hey, that's what we do too. We do, I sit here and I scream about things, and then I do no, I do nothing about it. So there you have it. Um, any, anyways, um, Hershey, as usual, always always a pleasure. Guys, go check out the Marvels Beyond channel. If you if you and listen, if you've listened this far and you haven't gone check out the channel, just go do it. Come on, Marvels Beyond, Marvels driving cars. All right, what could be better? Not much. Um, and certainly Black Hole Funnel is not even close. So um, there you have it. Uh, another exciting discussion with Hershey, and we and dude. You're always a pleasure to have on, dude. You are, 
you are pioneering new grounds in marble sports and um as a marble sports passionist myself it's it's just passionist is that even a word maybe it's a word Um, probably like enthusiast would have been a enthusiast you know what i'm going for listen listen i don't know what i'm talking about but like hey dude as usual always a pleasure so uh remember go check out marvel beyond and um i guess uh wow take us out with the the saying always love roll on marvel sports fans